Um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. Beaver Man, we got a lot to talk about today. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Go ahead. Yeah, we do. We go, do. Go hit it, Ben. Hit it. I think we. Well, I want to talk about Mad Honey later on in the show and tell you guys what that is because I just learned about that today. We got to get a pound of that. Mad Honey. Yeah, Matt. We'll talk about Mad Honey later, but I want to talk about Facebook first because yeah. it's such a big deal this week. John, are you on Facebook? Uh, as as little as I can be. Well, the big deal with Facebook this week is that, and the last couple of weeks, is that they've been getting a lot of backlash off of this Cambridge Analytical deal, where that company harvested the information from tons upon tons of Facebook users, and then used it, you know, for political gain, perhaps in the Trump campaign, maybe in the Ted Cruz campaign here in Texas, and several other campaigns across the country. And so, you know, I think, you know, the, the idea that People are harvesting your data and selling it is nothing new, right? I mean, that's happened. It's called market research, right? Right. But the problem here is that in the case of Cambridge Analytica, they, they, you know, they, they put a, a quiz out onto Facebook called what movie star am I? Yeah. And then if you took the, what movie star am I quiz you know, you, you agree to terms and conditions, much like any of the apps on Facebook. Well, you know, I'm going to say, okay, and that's going to upload my information and then I get to find out what fucking color I like or whatever. And, uh, but in this case, if Lloyd takes the quiz, he uploads all of his information plus all of my information oh. because I'm a friend of his. Right. And then Lloyd, that data why did you is used. Do that, man. Why did you do that, Lloyd? Why did I do it? I asked the other forty nine nine hundred ninety nine million other people that did it too. I, you know, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think about it. You know, I needed to find out which. Sorry, which was me. I, Axl Rose, or was I Vince Neil? You know, which eighties rock star am I? And I figured it out. I thought it was an actor. Yeah, well, there's all kinds of those things, but that's I know exactly what you're talking about, and I guarantee you everyone who's listening tonight, all three of you, probably have done it yourself. Yeah, I've done it. And, you know, I don't have a problem with, you know, uploading my information if I decide that I'm the guy that's going to upload my information. If I want to tell you what my name is and my phone number and all of that, then that's my, that's on my own volition. That's my own choice. But the problem is, is that when you make the decision hmm. and then my information is shared because it's by default, because I'm on your friends list, that's a problem. That's a, that's Swiss cheese, man. That's a, that's shitty. That's government cheese. Yeah. And, and, and Facebook is politically inclined to share this data, right? They're not just sharing this data just to share the data and make money. They're, they're also doing it for political gain, for their own political views they're using my information uh secondarily because some a friend of mine took a quiz that's a huge huge problem that's a huge issue so let's move forward to today how badly has this affected facebook 10 billion dollar value <laughs> deficit just this week there you go that'll wake you up and then you got mark zuckerberg doing a, the world tour of i'm sorry but right. this is a guy who years ago was quoted 
as saying when somebody said, why do people share their information, upload their information? He said, I don't know. They're dumb fucks. Well, there you go. So he called everybody on Facebook a dumb fuck for sharing their information. Mm. And then he, you know, he did and went and did what he did. And now he's on a world tour saying, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Uh, Drew, I, you know, I, I, since I'm not a big Facebook guy, I, right, I've never done any of the things you talked about, but I'm worried about one thing. Lloyd is Vince Neal. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen Vince Where lately? The hell, yeah. could Lloyd draw the parallel? <laughs> I didn't come up with it. Facebook. I tell you did. what, it's Where not a good you quit. It? You were the you were Vince Neal. I, you threw in whatever, and it came up. You were Vince Neal. Yeah. Vince let me tell you something, Lloyd. You let lied. me tell you something, man. You're Mick Mars. Okay, you're not Vince Neal. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Eighty-nine-year-old lead guitarist Mick Mars. Have you seen Vince Neal lately? <laughs> That's uh no, not still though, Lloyd. I got you. He thing. looks more I like, like you. Drew said Mick Mars. That's I mean, you obviously were answering incorrectly to try to, you know, yeah, he's trying to be Mick Mars. He's trying to be Vince Neal. Well, I'd rather right. be Axel Rose and Vince Neal. Good God, who the fuck wants to be Vince Neal? Well, that's the way it came out for you. I right? know, that's because what I'm saying. Lied, I was disappointed. Lied. No, I, I I I got you, man. I mean, it's the same thing as uh, you know, because people don't read the you know, between the lines. They, they already gave that up a long time ago. But all the social media stuff. It's fine right? if you want to install iTunes and not read the terms and conditions and become a part of a, a human centipede. I get, I get all of that. Yeah. It's your own fucking fault for doing that. My problem is, is that I, I, I get daisy chained onto that because I'm connected to your Facebook page. That's fucked up. So what porn star did you turn out to be, Lloyd? John Holmes. <laughs> no, I can promise you I was a long, long, long way from John Holmes. <laughs> Where, what, what porn star did you end up being? That's what I want to I was know. Stormy Daniels because I had sex with Trump. Oh, yeah. Now I'm getting 130 grand to admit it, you know. Stormy Daniels is suing Trump's lawyer for defamation. Did you guys watch the interview? Of course I did. Yeah. I think 50 million people did. I think yeah. it was 22, but uh, that's okay. Okay, 50, 22. It I was think you got fake news. The highest ratings that uh, they've had since 2008 for one show. Well, I mean, have you seen her? So I mean, now it's, uh, you know, 60 Minutes is not going to be, you know, tick, 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 Anderson Cooper. It's going to be tick, 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 Stormy Daniels and tick. Insert porno person here, man. You think he's going to work there now? <laughs> Why wouldn't they? I mean, the highest ratings I've had in 10 years. Fucking put her on there. Let her be a correspondent. Yeah, she was all over. It'd be 60 seconds. <laughs> half of that were people that actually wanted to watch for political reasons, and the other half were her fans. It's the first time that 60 Minutes became TMZ, and that is what people want to see. That is what they want to see. They could give a shit about Syria gassing somebody. They want to see Stormy and Trump. I mean, that's that's what we've come to. And, and I tell you, we are so fucked. We are, we so, are fucked. so beyond fucked. We didn't realize how bad it was. So you start seeing the real numbers come out. 22 million people tuned in for that interview. No, it was 78 million, Lloyd. 
Fake news. <laughs> 20-some million. No, no. 102 million. That keeps what, was your, what was your take on it, John, after you were sitting there so attentive? Uh, I didn't watch it, so I, I can't comment on it. So. Oh, nothing new, nothing new for me. You know, I brought this up on the podcast a few weeks ago, but uh, nothing new was all there, and though it was somewhat implied that you know, only because she refused to uh, answer the question or acknowledge whether or not she had any kind of proof because in the... Uh, and the agreement and the contract, it's, it, you know, specifically laid out all these different things that would be the property of DD and not her. I mean, there were just all sorts of different things. But, um, no, I think she came across uh, really credible. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, it's, we look, we all know it's true. It's just, and 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 I thought everything else is true too. And she even said, "Why would I give this up for 130?" And yeah. and the thing about it is, you can't call it fake news if she's the one saying it. It's it's an interview, but it's not like Anderson Cooper was on there quoting her. I mean, it was coming from her mouth, her mind. So you can't call it fake news, whether it was a lie or not. Uh, if it's coming from her mouth, it's just basically CNN putting an interview out there. So Trump can't even call it fake news because it's not no one's reporting this why did you see this you didn't even you know just record it and then uh grab your little player and go up to your treehouse and turn on your flashlight and- i don't give a shit and it's not going to change anything i mean no matter what is out there about trump his fucking minions don't give a shit it doesn't matter anymore this guy is the teflon don i mean he can do and say no wrong till his followers so i'm like who gives a shit? It probably is true. She said it was consensual from what I heard. She said they didn't have uh, a condom involved. It was just basically, hey, let's have at it. And there it is. You know, we were two consenting adults that decided to have sex. So there you go. Who cares? That's my point. But I guess 22 million people do. Well, she's suing Michael Cohen now, who who has denied her claims, right? But it admitted to making a $130,000 payment. Right. Right. And so she filed on Monday and basically said that his denial is a defamatory statement. Mm. And what does she hope because, to get from that? More money? Well, she's just saying it was reasonably understood that he meant to convey that she was a liar. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I mean... To me, her story sounded true and credible. I mean, what did you guys think? You well, think she's making all these things are true and credible, Lloyd? The thing is, is that it's always the same deal now. Keep your eye on the sparrow. This is just <laughs> junk. I mean, it's true, and there it is. And maybe there's you know, someone gets traction, just like the former playmate that came out with her stuff again, and then. But there's, there are larger issues at hand, but that's the way we are. Well, the larger issue is that this money could have been coming from a campaign fund or it could have been coming well, I mean, from some sort. Not even that way. Not even that way, Drew. Not even that way if it comes from the campaign or the, you know, the, the, uh, the laws that would have been broken. I'm just talking about how we are, what we focus on. It's always this bullshit when real things are going down in life. And now we've all been so conditioned this way. 
hey, man, if you don't feel like you're being led, <laughs> then you're just not aware because <laughs> the only way you can't be led is to turn all this shit off. Right. That's right. All of it. And just then, the three that were listening to the podcast just went, pink. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. But did the hot girl at the party stay? We did we keep the hot girl at the party because we haven't been talking. You know, just about to have LASIK surgery live on the podcast. Don't leave yet. <laughs> Don't leave, please, really. I thought you were getting a vasectomy or something like that, oh, getting no. your nuts clipped. Or that something. comes later, man. I got I got other things I got to lead up to. All right. Well, don't do that yet, but it's true. All this crap, it's always something that has to do ultimately with nothing, really. I mean, um, yeah, there's some violations, and yeah, there's this, and hush money, and that thing, and whatever, and I got you, and I think it's big, but at the same time, it, it just doesn't matter. But at the, you know, in the big scheme of things, we're always being led astray by a call the, you know, like it's a Kardashian chase. You know, it's just all this crap that means absolutely nothing. Well, at the same time, Lloyd, you're being poisoned. Drew, you're being bombarded by sonic waves that are going to render you, you know, mindless and five, four, three. <laughs> okay, right there. Well, what do you attribute the uh, stock market bouncing back today? I mean, do you feel like investors are starting to kind of figure out Trump's methodology of you know, trying to be a badass, and then he kind of pulls back a little bit just to kind of see what's going to happen in his negotiations. Or what? Why did the stock market bounce back? What today? Six hundred points or something like that? After we were all freaked out about well, the I've tariffs and all that as shit. Much as it did. Well, first of all, you're in co correction territory, correction time. Second of all, it was the you know worried about any kind of trade crap. You know, and the market freaks. I always like when people go, well, the market did this today because right. as an investor, I'm thinking, well, no one called me to interview me. <laughs> uh, the market did this. But of course, I'm just a small time retail guy mm. investor. But they always go into you know, the market did this because of that. And here it is. And da, 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 da. still a ways from when we were sitting there at 26,000 for the Dow. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be like that. You know, it's going to pull back because they think that the, you know, the guy's crazy. And then it's going to, people are going to go, wait, 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 you know, it's going to be okay. It's okay. We'll figure it out. I think that the market recovered today because of some things that Trump's working on in regard to major trade deals with South Korea. I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than that. Well, a lot of stuff was brought up. Texts were brought up because of, uh, I don't even want to get into this, because of Microsoft. Microsoft's doing really well. Uh, Microsoft had their biggest uh, one-day increase in, God, since the fall of 2015. You guys don't want to hear me talk about well, this. Well, listen, I, I guess what I'm trying to ask you is, you know, I got a 401k, and yeah. when should uh, I go from 92% stocks? Look, I got stocks. You know, some yeah. stocks, you know what stocks are, right? And then there's these mutual funds. So I got about 92% in the stock market and 8% in the mutual funds. Now, I'm a 50-something man. When should I go to the mutual side and get away from the evil stock side? I guess that's what I'm asking. Well, all I know is you want to be beans and rice until you're debt-free. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, all this stuff. I'm just telling you that that all these things they, I mean, they matter, but they don't really matter because it's 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 this is the way we 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 live our life. Like you said, a stormy Daniels comes on, and is it meaningful in some ways? Yes, but. You have all these people tuning in. And then when you talk about Syria, ah, right. You know, what the hell is that? And that's what always concerns me, but it's concerned me for most of my life. Yeah. But uh, hang on a second. Get off my lawn. Right. Get off, you little goop. Get off my lawn. What? Hang on. Right. Well, get out of here. Get out of here. That's my ball now. I'm glad you brought up beans and rice because I um, I wanted to talk about organic foods. If you don't mind, completely just switching gears That's a little okay. bit. You, you guys, sex, sex, sex. you know the hell with all this Trump sex. But are you guys big organic foods consumers or not? And I'll lead you into why I ask you that. But John, how about you? Uh, well, my smoothie mix every morning right. is organic. Yeah, and my my protein powder is organic. Yeah. Uh, it's pea-based. Plant-based. Pea mm. and pumpkin seed. Yes. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain things that I'll buy organic because they taste better. Uh, buy like what? Like what? What tastes better celery. when it's organic? Celery. Celery. Yeah. Celery. <laughs> you buy regular celery. It's just like a toxic. But you buy regular organic, and it somewhat tastes like celery. Celery is ninety-five percent water. It is genetically modified celery. Yeah, it's bitter and bad, and good. You know, it's just—I mean, it's automatic to me. But when you see it, that it has, and I—I I think maybe, and it could be any city, but it seems like it's really. I get it all the time in Austin. It's like, well, I only buy organic foods. That's why I shop at Whole Foods, or that's why, you know, everything I get is is organic. And I like, I'm like, just because it has an organic sticker or a green bag that you get it from, uh, let me tell you about my experience of organic growing up in North Carolina on a farm. It's like, uh, excuse me, Lloyd, cue the banjo, right? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> But anyway, I just remember my grandfather going to our garden, you know, and it, the food was amazing. It always tasted good. But my grandfather would be out there dropping the seven dust on everything. Lima beans, corns, you know, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dropped seven dust, dude. It wasn't uh, all this other. No, no, no. We went we went all, even further. It went out to the cows because, you know, the, the flies are landing on the cows. And my grandfather would all of a sudden, you know, get this. Uh, burlap sack and start smacking the back of the cows and they're now instead of a black angus you know they're they're white from all the seven dust so i i just started going like i gotta tell you i would love to go to some of these organic farms that's selling their foods to heb or whole foods or whoever and going like they're not organic you there's still well, bugs when you, when you actually do the research you see that there's uh there isn't a whole lot that you got to go through to be certified organic really uh, the basic thing, if you want to get above that, is just to uh, go to the farmer's market where you know you're just getting straight seven dust right. and you're not getting these engineered plants and seeds and everything else that goes on. And it's, uh, you know, genetically modified and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, it's just like the old days, Lloyd, you know that. 
you know that a good tomato is not a pretty tomato. No, not at all. And I, I did want to add, by the way, just a quick uh, amendment to the show. Those of you who are listening to this podcast because you're from the Rock Countdown, Seven Dust is not a band. We're, we're referring to something say, different right now. Okay, just Today I learned that Seven Dust wasn't just the name of a band. <laughs> uh, well, it's Seven Dust, you know, right. but... It's spelled yeah. S-E-V-I-N. Right, yeah. yeah. But you're, you know, it's you know what I mean, Lloyd. I mean, yeah. you know, what I, when I, you do a farmer's market, you can, if you grew up around vegetables and stuff you know what it's supposed to look like right and it's not always pretty no and not in the meat too the meat when you see it so red and in the grocery store i'm like think about this blood eventually will become brown why is all the meat so red on the shelf because it's not like it was just cut 20 minutes ago and they put it out there under the cellophane wrapper this shit's been cut for days maybe weeks it doesn't stay that red. So what is being what is being added to make that steak still look? Oh my God, that is so fresh. No, it's you not. Know what they added to it, Lloyd. America. <laughs> That's what makes it red. They added America to what, it. They don't. Wait a second. They don't freeze it and then and then thaw it out and stick it out there for you. Why? That's red because of that. I don't know well, why it's red, man. But I'm just telling you. I just think there's a lot of hypocrisy and everybody thinking that they're getting this amazing organic shit and vegetables and their smoothies and all this shit. And I just I'm going like, look, there's bugs, there's worms, there's weeds. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but there's some kind of pesticide or herbicide that's being put on your organic food. I promise you. So it's not. As organic as you think it is. That's all I wanted well, to bring I, up today. I know that, I know. Well, a long time ago they took a... And debugged those plants. Right. They, 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 took a, they took a gene from a fish that was resistant to Roundup. Yeah. I, I'm saying this wrong. They took something from a fish that was resistant to Roundup and spliced it with soy. So where it's become what's called Roundup Ready. Where you can grow a bunch wow. of soy and then soak that stuff in Roundup. And everything else dies around it, but the soy lives. Now, I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It sounds bad. I mean, anything that's uh, can. <laughs> uh, far away for you, a college station. That's what I'm thinking. You're up there in Austin. Of course, it sounds bad to you in Austin. That's right. I don't want to say too loud. For my we got our station, yield brother. way up, Lloyd. And, you know, what do you know? What I, do you care? I don't know. I, I, do, I do care. Uh, but I just think it's very hypocritical that uh, everyone is so fucking but PC in Austin about Austin, their fucking though? food, man. It just We're not like that in San Antonio. We're still just trying to make it to the vegetable stage. Yeah. You know, aside from ketchup. Speaking of organic foods, you guys are going to love this. So when bees feed on the pollen of the rhododendron flower, How's that for you? The resulting honey is hallucinogenic. Really? This is the mad honey you were referring to earlier. It's called mad honey. It's got oh, a, it's a little bit more of a bitter taste and it looks red, a little bit more red than the honey you're used to. Yeah. This wasn't the chick on 60 Minutes last <laughs> night. No. Well, she's maybe has taken some of this she mad honey. She was a mad honey. <laughs> mad honey. And and so, but there and 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 people, and it's sixty to eighty bucks a pound. Wow! You gotta you gotta you gotta climb up into these high altitudes in Nepal, and and harvest the honey that these bees 
you know, producing by way of, you know, eating this hallucinogenic pollen. There's a few types of it, obviously, to a few different types of the flower. Right. Well, I won't take it unless it's organic. Right. Well, it is. It's got <laughs> become. It's got become right. all over it, man. You know, if it's got a bunch of, you know, <laughs> do a line of seven dust first and then eat that honey. Oh, God. So when you say hallucinogenic, I mean, are we talking what level here? Are we talking no, you shrooms? Trip, you, tri- you trip so bad. It's, like, it's a lot like peyote. Oh, I what a think. trip in Nepal. <laughs> yeah, right. So they say, that, they say that one of the earliest accounts of it comes from Athens. And wow. this guy, uh, Xenophon of, a- of Athens, he was a student of Socrates. He described a, a trip that he took with some Greek soldiers. This is way back in 400 B.C. They're going through Turkey and they eat some of this honey. And then he records the fact that they all vomited and everybody had diarrhea and it became disoriented. Nobody could stand. Yeah. But that was the last. So in modern day, I guess they've refined it so where you don't get sick or at least they know what dosage to take. But I have a feeling these guys were spreading a bunch of this on bread <laughs> and tripping their balls off. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Those fucking wacky Greeks, man. They just knew how to get down. Anyway, they use mad honey for medicine in Turkey, right? And it's touted as, you know, being good for hypertension and, you know, it can give you a burst of energy and, and, uh, uh, and it can be a substitute for Viagra. Wow. How is that different than any of the Burt's products? Yeah, exactly. Burt's bees. <laughs> you put a little Burt's bees down there on your nut sack and That's uh, a shit. That's kind of Burt's Good bees uh, lipstick there. Uh, oh, yeah. 60 to $80 a pound on the black market in some of these Asian countries for mad honey. So can you get it here in the States? No. Not even but any? It is, a, it is available online. Um, I don't know if you have to go through the Silk Road for that. I don't know. Go ahead and get some, Lloyd, and next week, let us know. <laughs> if I Google Mad Honey, it's going to be the worst porn site ever pop That's up on my I mean. computer. That's what you're going to have that there, and the kid's going, <laughs> I told you, Mom, he's doing it all the time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, if you Google Mad Honey, uh, there is a shop. Uh, it's, uh, it's called, I don't want to, should I give the website out? TheMadHoney.com. You can buy 100 <laughs> grams of it for 99 bucks. Now we're going to get the cease and desist. Way to go, Drew. Oh, no. Yeah, great. Mad honey. Mad honey. Mothers against mad honey. Right. We're going to be all over us. Thanks. Great. We call that, what is that acronym? Mama. You can find it in the United States, uh, but yeah, I think you got you to gotta maybe get it online. I told you guys this before that I had ordered this pharmaceutical from online that came by way of India, but maybe out of what was that? Thailand initially. It's uh it's something I was reading an article in the New Yorker, and this woman had taken this this drug that's used in other countries to help curb alcoholism. Imagine that. Imagine why I'd be looking for that. Uh, Other things like that, that curves kind of uh, addiction cravings. Right. And it's been so long since I've done the research, but she she mentioned that she couldn't get it. You'd have to really go to a doc and try to convince somebody to, you know, to get a script here where you can just, you could just order it. And I kind of did what she did and went deep enough on the internet and found something. And then lo and behold, 
that eventually showed up wasn't cheap, but of course it's still sitting in my pantry a couple of years after I went through that experiment because I never did it. But supposedly it just, it, you know, it, it curved some certain cravings that you had. She found that if she took that and then later on was out for drinks with her husband or whatever, she only wanted maybe one drink, not two drinks. And uh, it's still sitting in my, so I did do that one time. Do it. It's kind of it. weird to ingest something, you know, just, and I, and I say that's weird because when I was 16 through 30, I probably threw everything down my gullet I could find. Right. You know, once I blew the uh, blue jeans lint off it, you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go ahead, take that, man. You'll feel like the back of your skull done blown off. So um, this past weekend, I did something that uh, I haven't done in about 15 years. That's exercise. No. I was going to say have sex. Yeah. that No, that was 20. Do your own lawn. Yeah. I had a Forrest Gump moment where I just, you know, got up, got on my bike, not my Harley, but my bicycle and started riding. And once I got to one street, I was like, well, I think I'm going to ride some more. And I rode some more. It's like that honk in the horn. It's fun. It right? is. It's cool, you know. And so along. I get to uh, 1826, which is, for those of you in Austin, that's the road that goes to the Salt Lick. Well, someone had told me about this mountain bike trail, which is about uh, five, six miles from my house. So I see the little trail along 1826. It had been carved out from the bikes because there's no bike lane, believe it or not. There's one road actually in Austin that doesn't have a bike lane, and I found it. And so I ride on this little trail and it's pretty harrowing, you know, and I finally get to the um, mountain bike trail and it's like, I look at the map there and it's like a five mile trail and I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. Now, mind you, no helmet, no water, just a t-shirt, cargo shorts, and a pair of running shoes. That's it. Now, when I get there, you got to know Austin has got, Drew can back me up on this, spandex perfect bike shorts helmets you know rock jumping mountain bikes all this shit oh god and i see him there and they're looking at me he's like okay what's this guy gonna do because he's 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 in our territory is he gonna take this trail or not so i said fuck it i'm gonna do it so i get on this mountain bike trail and you know about two miles into it it's you know getting pretty scary a couple places especially since i don't have a helmet on but I said, fuck it, I'm going to keep going. And as I get about two or three miles into it, you can actually hike on this as well. And there was this older couple in there and they were kind of being nice that walked off to the side of the trail there. But they were just like, I could hear them say kind of under their breath. Wow, he's a brave man. And so, but it was very exhilarating because I wasn't part of that fucking Lance Armstrong, yellow jersey motherfuckers. I was like, here I am, 56-year-old dude. With a burlap sack on my chest. Fuck all you motherfuckers who've moved to our city in the last 20 years. This one is for us who've been here for a while. It was so exhilarating. A couple saying, uh, oh, uh brave guy and Lloyd underneath <laughs> under his breath uh, riding by going pussies <laughs> I'm just surprised that you could do all that on a three-wheeler <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what I was going to ask you if you saw the entire United States Postal Service team out there riding around their fucking spandex well oh yeah I got I got the look man I there was definitely people like you motherfucker and it happens all the time here you know you got these guys they get on they get it they get up and they they uh, they put on their spandex 
and, and, and everybody's got a costume, right? And they ride around like they're riding professionally. It pisses me off. It's like, you know what? Put your fucking cargo pants on and your shirt like Lloyd does and get out and get some exercise. It doesn't have to be just like me going out and playing flag football and deciding to put on an entire Dallas Cowboys uniform and play with my kid. Well, I did have on a Spurs baseball cap too. And uh, so I didn't have it turned around backwards. I should have done that to at least, you know, bring a little redneck out, but I did have it turned, you know, to the front. But well, uh, yeah. You were, a, you were a Metallica t shirt away from being a San Antonian. Did you pop <laughs> a Austin. wheelie, Lloyd? <laughs> did they not like your sissy bar on your back? Yeah, just pissed <laughs> on off. On your lemon peeler. San Antonio is the black concert t-shirt capital of the world. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why Lyle was king there for 27 years. You know how to talk to his peeps. Peeps, baby. Selling them Kratom. That's what Selling we're talking Kratom. about. Selling Kratom. That's right. There you there go. It is. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Kratom. We ought to get some Kratom, some Mad Honey, and uh, whip uh, some of that up. That's what I mean. Pot. I pass those years and somebody said, just do this. Okay. Let's do this. Oh, we bring some Mad Honey and what some Kratom over. Lyle, <laughs> you're not like going to do that with us? Okay. We'll make a little paste, lather it all. That's what I was going to ask you, Lloyd. Did you take your bike out there and lather yourself up in some Mad Honey and ride around the deep eddy? There was no sunscreen. There was no helmet. There was no protective gear. Just me, the Spurs baseball hat, a t-shirt, okay, cargo shorts, nature, and you. uh just fucking did and i did it i fucking did the trail i was so happy when i got home and i wasn't even that sore today i was like you know what, I, you know what? it's not even about the exercise for me with you man it's that you didn't put on the goddamn costume congratulate <laughs> i salute you that's good lloyd thank you me too though when i ride my bike i do wear my padded shorts because i need to you got that you got those shorts with the yeah, with, the, with the maxi pad in the crotch pants. that you can that's sit all. I got bicycle pants. I need those. What happened? When did we get away from comfortable seats and went and go and we just put the seat right in your no, no, shorts? Sorry. When did that happen? I've been a bicyclist for for as long as almost you've been alive. Um, I it was it was hard back then too, and I wouldn't wear. I mean, it was hard to get things like bicycle pants. That was very European. I did a lot of riding. L- on Lyle's out there in his pointy shoes and his scarf, all European. <laughs> in his early seventies, but I, I did have my little bikey cap. Bike I shorts. Didn't have that, but I'm talking. So no, I didn't have something with the you know springs underneath it and all this other crap. Well, I've got shocks on mine, but I mean the tires were wrong. I can't get any higher than about sixth gear. You know, it was. It was a bit of a struggle. I was like, please, God, don't let these rocks bust my tire and please don't let the fucking chain break because I'm going to have to walk this bicycle back about seven miles if I'm <laughs> if I go down so out here. Get, that's what happens when you're 56, man. You got to get over that. Yeah. Well, I did. I went for it. You know, if you were 26, you just would have been going for it. What? You made it, Lloyd. You made it, dude. I hope I inspired you guys. Yeah. It's good work. That's it. I'm going to go ahead and get that prostate checkup. Hey, you think you guys feel bad? Think about this. Steven Tyler is 70 years old today. Now, we talk about us and our age, but fuck, Lyle, you had not even hit 60. Steven Tyler is still out there rocking, jumping all over the stage, doing his thing, you know, touring on his big mega jet. You know, he's suffering through all that. But he's 70. He turned 70 today. And to me, Steven Tyler was the first major frontman rock star i guess i kind of looked up to before really before i like kiss of course 
Um, Not even Robert Plant. See, that's the thing I like about Robert Plant. Robert Plant doesn't want to try to be Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant at his age, and he's older than 70. So, you know, that's that kind of, you know, these guys that still are playing the actors, you know, the whole deal. Don't you get tired of that clown party? Well, I, I mean, Drew obviously doesn't because he still likes Kiss. But, uh, you know, Steve, <laughs> Stephen. Yeah, but that, was, that was a clown party from the beginning. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, it's, you're continuing the clown party. Uh, you know, look, there's something very inspiring about Steven Tyler. And I will say I was a late bloomer when it came to rock because I was grew up on pop and, you know, classic country with the the outlaw stuff that my parents listened to so kind of a tobacco stick i really yeah i really didn't become a, a rock guy till toys in the attic about what was that 75 so steven tyler was kind of my first big um front guy you know then i was like man this guy's a fucking badass you know and so when i still see this guy at 70 years old and again he's doing the same shit he was doing a little slower obviously but He's still Steven Tyler. He's still Aerosmith. He's not fucking Robert Plant singing Americana with fucking Kathy, whatever the fuck his girlfriend's name was. That's who Robert Plant is today, and that's okay, oh, man. Oh, Robert Plant. You're talking about Patty Griffin. Patty Griffin, not Kathy. Yeah, I thought you were talking uh, about Kathy Steven Tyler. Griffin. That's going like, what the hell? Look, it's redheads. One redhead to another, you know. I love, I love Steven Tyler on the Dick Van Dyke show. It was so good, right? You remember guys? I'm sorry. That's Mary Tyler. <laughs> but I like Steven Tyler. I, I love the, the fact that he's still doing it. I love the fact Steven that. Tyler Moore. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. God, I'm making. Oh, I'm gonna get some fucking hate mail from those Patty Griffin. That's all fans. I know is I I heard Kat going like Mr. I don't know Grant. where he's going, dude. But I know that you said you were drinking some James. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Kathy Griffin, Patty Griffin, who Andy Griffin. Look, let's talk about Andy Griffin. Something I do know about. <laughs> oh, stop! Oh, please don't do this. Don't please. do this to me. Even me, I'm saying stop, please. Oh God. Let me be. Let me go. Man. It's Andy Griffith and poop from now on. I'm out. Let me. Go. Go. I'm out. Yeah, that's like their triggers, right, Drew? And then yeah. you go, that's it. Yeah. I'm gone. The ultimate podcast would have been if someone had have caught Andy Griffith on the shitter, that would have been as like, hey, man, I can, you know, I can retire. I've wow. seen Andy Griffith take that. a shit. This is the reason why they tell you, Lloyd. That guy just show. married just, those two things. Just tell me where, the, what car dealer, where you guys are going to be and what time and... <laughs> What's coming up? I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it look a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. <laughs> 